Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the morning starts now. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Well... You know what that was? That uh, that little thing last night. You know what? I'll say that. You know what that third period was last night? <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Oh, I had my whole life pl- planned and mapped out after watching the first two periods. I was like, okay, I so now I uh, I know. Okay, so tomorrow it's going to be tired. Yeah. Go to the lotto show home over in Mahogany, and we'll get set up, and we'll do that whole thing. And then I'll I'll jog Ryan's memory as to our show from the day before when right. we, we had the conversation of, you know, what what are the Dallas Stars going to be? Well, what are the Flames going to be? Are they going to be able to replicate what they did in the previous game, or what's it going to be? And Ryan said, "Oh, I, I don't worry about that." I I said, "How did you just that? You look at the playoffs. As soon as you think you know it's going one way, then it goes back the other." Yeah. And I, you were gonna get it right, right, right in the the old uh, mush. Well, I was trying to figure out God. who was gonna get it too. I was like, man, so who are we running out of town tomorrow? Like, you know, Zadorov's a free yeah, agent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where's Johnny gonna sign? Who are we firing? Who gets traded? I mean, you gotta blow this like clearly. Scorched earth. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Like, let's. Uh, whose career are we gonna sabotage tomorrow morning? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, another one away from round two. Yeah, I uh, I even uttered to my kid, there's no need to watch the rest of this. No, you didn't. I did. Oh. Yeah. Hey, full disclosure, I'll throw it out there. Full disclosure. I It was the third period, and it's like, there's just there's no need. I, I may, it may have even been after the one nothing goal with just how, quite honestly, how poorly they played. In the first two periods. They were very disconnected. They could not get out of their own end. They couldn't make a clean pass. There was a lack of tempo at times. It was ugly. Daryl Sutter said afterwards, hey, it's a tight game. Credit to them. Credit to them. True, they were much better, but the Flames were off. Fallen down, missed passes, way in front, way behind. I didn't know even what, what I was watching last night. They had eight, nine, ten shots halfway through the, the hockey game. So are they even going to get to double dit? What is? What are we watching? So you get to 54 two nights ago, yeah. and you're going to get to 14 tonight. Felt like it took you about a minute and a half to get to ten shots on Monday. And we're halfway through, and you've got nine, ten shots here. It had to have been frustrating for Daryl Sutter, despite what he would say post-game giving credit and just talking about its playoffs and just that the whole thing. And it, and some of that's true. Dallas was much better. They have to have, had to have been happy with their start, with how everything went. They changed their lines. They moved some guys around, two bodies out, two bodies in, that, that whole thing. But it just felt like it was – because already people on social media, here, see, this is what it is. These guys can't handle the pressure. It's the same old same old same See, that's you're a very listless. You're a little. If we were in studio and you were yourself, you'd be leaning back and hauling. It's hard it's to go off to mic yell when you're off mic when I got the old play by play. You'd have to pull. you have to pull it down to your chest. Same old play. 
this tape cannot, I can never do it, dude. Yeah. And even, because as I was going over the notes of getting, doing the stuff this morning, you look back, there was those two chances late second period where Goudreau finds Coleman right in front of the net mm -hmm. and it doesn't go in. And then Dubé gets the puck, goes, you know, crashes into the net, gets a shot off. Ottinger makes the save. But I was so convinced in my mind how that evening was going to go. You'd made your mind they up. Did, well, they didn't even stand out to me as, as good scoring chances, even though they were. The puck was in the blue paint with guys there. Was, that's a good opportunity to score. And that was after it was already one nothing. So maybe if you go back and watch it now with a, a, a clear you know, clear conscience or whatever. Without uh, your emotional yeah, state. Yeah, with my negative Nelly outlook yeah. on life. Maybe they were starting to turn the corner a bit before the end of the second. Well, and remind me, was it the first or the second where they had two chances that just danced through the crease or off Ottinger and again out, not in? Like yeah, it was to Foley sharp angle. It bounces down off the pad, not in, but out. And then Majapani zipped one through the crease that could have hit anything and gone yeah. in and instead didn't and went to the corner. Yeah. It was, that's the, first it was or second. Third. Yeah. I think it was the second, just trying to remember, but... Either way, it wasn't like there was no chances. It just felt like in between the few chances was a lot of uninspired play. Then you get to the third. Manjapani in front to Backland. Glove save Ottinger. And even then, it was like, well, yeah, we've seen this. We know yeah. how this goes. Ottinger will make all of the saves. They're going to, it's just. Woodley's messaging me. You got to make a move laterally. Stop shooting it at him. Make a move. Yeah. And sure enough, like, moments later, across the front of the net, there's a lateral opportunity. And credit to Blake Coleman, who was really, you know, he was good last night. Obviously, you, you, stand, you stand out when you're part of that comeback. And, and, but he was really, because the thing about Daryl, watching that game, the lines more or less moved. Obviously, Kachuk left the top line. Yarncroke was all over the place. Lucic was kind of in and up and all over the place. Manjapani, the same thing. You start the third with and, and going back to Coleman, Manjapani, and Backlund. Which is such a good line before Toffoli arrived, and I get it. Like, Toffoli arrives, you rejig your top nine. But that was such a good line for this team almost any time they had it. They abandoned it for months. And then for the last couple of weeks, three weeks, just that the whole we talked we talked so we talked hours about it the middle not you know the middle six yeah you had your lines top two nine, and three lines two and three you've got you've got pieces there and you know, dubé yarn croak maybe the, the, they're kind of working together but it just there still wasn't something mm -hmm. that felt quite right yeah Gerald goes I, back to that to start the third and it's Again, you go back and watch it. It took till what the ten minute mark or whatever to get that goal. When did the uh, seven the game think, tying yeah. goal comes at six forty nine, then the uh, eventual winner at ten thirty eight. So it it was there if you if you had patience and if you weren't glass half empty, but just having watched games two and three, I was glass half empty. I was glass well, almost empty because it was shots weren't getting through. Great job of shot blocking by the Stars. Ottinger was seeing everything. They weren't getting anything in the way of shots on net or quality scoring chances. A complete 180 from, from two nights ago. Yeah, and momentum? No a word with thing. vowels and consonants. Yeah. That's pretty much all I can tell you. Yeah. There's nothing else that, that 
you know, there was no carryover from Monday. You know, maybe there's some belief or there's, uh, you know, we need to stick with the process, we'll be fine or whatever. But in terms of what the game looked like, not at all. It felt exactly like game two through 40 minutes. I'm Dallas sure. had the lone goal. They yeah. weren't making life tough enough for Ottinger. And on the odd chance they did get around the net, no puck luck. No puck luck. And it, all, it, it almost looked like it was kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy for them with how it felt like it was starting to get, you know, sink into their bones that we, we're, we're back to where we were. We can't beat this guy. And this is a pretty big game. This is kind of a big moment. We're not going to – that whole thing started to almost kind of fester. And after the game on Monday – and, again, it's not – you can get romantic about it. I said, statement game for Johnny Gaudreau. Gets drilled one of his first shifts of the hockey game, mm-hmm. leaves the game, comes back, chips away, missed a glorious chance – in game number three, mm-hmm. penalty shot, scores. Redemption. Redemption. The guy can be a w- the whole thing. Statement game. Manjapani on Monday, benched for pretty much the entire third period, played two shifts, took doghouse. a bad penalty, doghouse, gets crushed his first shift of the game, then gets crushed again. again. Yeah, twice into the end wall, awkwardly in the first. You're like, Hard. buddy, yeah. can we get back to the bench after each shift? This is not looking good. And and you said it yesterday. I I think this guy will respond. This he will be always has. Game. This is the 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 biggest underdog of them all on this team. Maybe even bigger than Gaudreau in terms of like doubters, naysayers. He had to work his way up through the American League and prove it. He started on the fourth line when he got to town. Like this guy has literally taken people's jobs all the way from a junior tryout right to the second line in the NHL. And was he good? Was he fighting it a bit? I mean, he wasn't great early in the series. He was fighting it. But you never, ever question his want or his work ethic. And you just, if you've watched this guy in his career, anytime there's a doubt or there's, you know, I don't think he, well, hang on now. You went and wrote him off. He's going to show you. Best game of the playoffs. That line wins the game for them. Third shift of the third period. Coleman gets it deep. Manjapani spins. And this is after he's already set up Backland in front on their first shift of the period. And Ottinger makes that save. Third shift, assist. Fifth shift, goal. 13 minutes and 11 seconds. Two points. Welcome back. There's your statement game, Andrew Manjapani. And there's your 35 goal score. We forgot that. It was so... um... The, the the fire hose had turned into a dripping faucet by the end of the year in terms of the production. He had, what, like 17 goals in his first yeah. 20 road games or something hilarious? We worked together in the with the Colorado series, right? We were doing the show together? I was on afternoons, so no. I just I was we in the building in... doing afternoons with Pat, and I, I, I only remember it because all our shows were in the hot stove lounge and you know media availabilities were going on, and there's Bednar walking by, and there's Bill Peters dodging the question, and really seeming out of sorts i I remember it very well it was not a mornings i just remember we talked about it and my whole thing was that series happened so quickly yeah and the expectations were so high you won the west you yeah, were a you were, dominant you were team. making plans for round two nobody thought colorado had a sniff this year is even like well look anything can happen now and yeah. maybe 2019 was the lesson but that year it was like well who are they gonna get in round two because i just the, the point i was gonna make is that happened so quickly and we talked about it the other day. 
You're making plans, okay? So in round two, are we get where? Which bars are doing what? How are we? Are we going on the road? Are we going? To, you had all these grand plans, and it was over in a week. It felt just bang. It was done. And I said at the time, we didn't even get a moment. You didn't get a moment. You go back to 04, and there were totally. so many. There's obviously Jelenon. You had Montador. You had the, the, the shift and the scrap. The, so many moments. The Red Mile. You had everything. All of it. Yeah, the OT, the Eliminator. Colorado, boom, nothing. You go to the Dallas series in the bubble. How are you going to have a, it's It's a bubble no one's out. You're not enjoying it, right? It was you could almost you almost didn't even enjoy it because there was no camaraderie. There was nothing. It's the middle now of August. What the hell's yeah. going on here? Now you've had a handful of games, and Gaudreau's had his moment, and Manjapani gets his last night, and I think very quietly Markstrom. It's another one of those things. And a game like last night, you don't really think about him necessarily. But what's one less save mean? Oh, yeah in that third period. No, and there's some of those weren't easy. There, it was not volume. It's not been volume from Dallas in this series, but there's been some, oh, oh that was close. Oh, yeah. that's a big save. Yeah. That one that goes almost through him from the side. Yeah. And then somehow, and of course, Pavelski, i like, this is absolutely going in. Somehow he doesn't get it to go, and it goes over the top of the net. It's curtains at 2 nothing. I, I, I Again, I was, like very, it, yeah. I was very... Convinced as to how that was going, so maybe it wouldn't have been curtains, but it just makes what looked like a mountain start looking like Mount Everest. If a one goal leads to two in this series, other series, who cares? Panthers down three, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Rangers down two, whatever. But a two goal lead in this series, <laughs> no one's come back from that. No, <laughs> Stars have scored. And getting back to Markstrom, it's a twenty save night. They've scored eight goals in the series. Eight through five. Wow. Two, two empty netters. So Markstrom has allowed six, three of them coming five on five, two of them on the power play, and one of them four on four. It's a 952 save percentage, a 1.21, small sample, but still an 119 of 125 has maybe still kind of been the second best guy or has had to be the second best guy. But as they're a win away from advancing with this series so tight, you can't not pay attention to him because two fewer saves and the series fewer wins could be over it could be over today easily yeah and the other side is it's the same story like if jake ottinger isn't the best goalie in the playoffs could have been a sweep yeah like that's how close game two and three were he was great in those games two not tested nearly as much as three but again like where's the mistake he's made this doesn't look like a first-year no. playoff starter. Like, are you kidding me? Poise. Both goalies have been great. And I don't know. I mean, that's that's why we love this tournament. It's cruel and crazy things happen, and a bounce can swing how you feel about everything in the whole universe. And as good as it's felt for Flames fans after the last two games – you got to appreciate what it must feel like for Stars fans and the guys in that room. Oh, that's a gut punch there up – through 40 so you can on the road against a one seed yeah can they be criticized for trying to suck the fun being a bunch of fun suckers yeah they can i don't think they care if they move but on they though, don't right? care that's yeah. you 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 work with what you're given and that's what rick bonus has been given and he that's what they're trying to do and they've done it to almost perfection yep um but they have to have feel like last night you talk about a gut punch it, it if it felt like 
to us, they had it. They must have thought, guys, we're, we're out shooting them. We've done everything perfectly. They shuffle the lines. They score first. And their goalie was exceptional again. Like how many of the last, what, 54 the other nights, one's into an empty net, and then last night, what did they finish at? 32, you said? In terms of shots? Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, 32. So in the, in the last 86 shots, he's let five in? Yeah. He's, yeah it's... <laughs> and it's like, oh, dear, that's when the series swung. Like, yeah, I guess you weren't going to be 970 the whole series. Now you're down to, like, 950. Like, it's unbelievable. So I went back and watched a little bit of it last night afterwards just because I was I was kind of fascinated. It was it was an incredible moment. You talked about it was an incredible scene. The Backlund goal or just the win? Just the the win because Yeah, that period. It was imp- there was it wasn't happening. It was not happening after 40 minutes. So you go back how did so how did it get there? Good good start to the period by that line. That line, man. The glove save by Ottinger is a huge save. It's a great shot from Backlund. It's a great play from Manjapani in front. His glove, he gets it there. And even Millen kind of said, oh, it hit him. He's like, well, actually, no, he made a play on that puck. That's yeah. a pretty good save. And then you go to the next to that next shift, and all of a sudden you've got Suter behind the net. His stick blade is caught in the armpit of the other defenseman who's in front and Backlund. So how did, how did we get there? Like, what happened? How did... They were so good. How did you get so crossed up on that play? And then two shifts later, how does Ottinger let that shot in? Because there have been many great shots, and it's a perfect it, – it's a perfect – it was like Anderson's goal, mm-hmm. five on three. A bullet that was perfectly placed off the bar. It had to be the perfection to beat him. The is insane. He hasn't been beaten clean, I don't know, all series, really. I mean, Lindholm's two and the Anderson point shot, everything else is – and there's not a lot of everything else, but because there's so few. But you're. But if someone from the top of the circle beating him when he's got a good look at it, that's how did it, it go in? It's freaking laser. And Lou said it post game, which we rolled into our show this morning. Yeah, yeah. This is a guy that scored some monster goals for Team Canada at the World Championships last yeah. year. You remember where they were, were when he showed up, and how that tournament finished. That's the biggest goal of his career. Well, I've thought about that. How how can it be bigger? Yeah, and the World Championships, I guess, it's like it's your country, it's gold versus this. But, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, all things considered, that's not your typical Manjapani goal. No, no, he's usually four feet from, pulls it within from, four feet of the net. Yeah, I'll pull yeah. it forehand to backhand, I'll tuck it in, maybe I'll get around somebody, get I'll dig in. your nose dirty, chips up men. I don't know what the the heat map or what his, you know, if you go back in the season to see where his goals are scored, I'm guessing... They're not from the top of the circle. He's top 10 in the NHL in shot distance from net in terms of how close he is. Like, he is that dirty and high-traffic area guy. Far and away the best for the Flames at it. But in terms of where his shots come from, there's a handful of guys in the NHL, and that's it, that are closer to the net. And, like, that's when we talk about Man Japan, you talk about a guy that goes to the hard areas despite not being big. Like, he's got Dave Anderchuk-type Types well, of goals, Dino Cicerelli, like he's yeah. right in front for most of them. So you're right, it's not a typical Manjapani goal, but damn it, it's a big one. It's the biggest of his NHL yeah, career. It's the biggest of his career, and there's a lot of guys. I thought, who who makes their their living in front of the net? A lot of it's on tips. A guy like Ryan Smith was so good at tipping the puck, and the guys like that. Th- that's not really his thing. This is not to say he can't, but it's a lot of it. I'm gonna 
get the goalie moving one way or the other. Yeah. It's work. But for him to, it's a great play by Backlund. Coleman stays onside, but they get he gets just enough separation as he kind of the the defender takes a kind of turns away. Take, he gets on the wrong side of it. And he shoots it. I went back and watched that goal, and I've watched How? it online How? so many times. How? The Rick Ball call, it's, I mean, it's perfect. It's play-by-play, play and it's almost quiet as you hear the ping of the goalpost and then the eruption. The explosion. It's, in, it's an incredible goal. And I still don't know with how good Ottinger's been, how they manage. It is as though for all of the misfortune and all the luck that you didn't have yeah the velcro this, pads and the, the puck not rolling in somehow right? and, yeah, and the down tifo- the shoulder and out the other side like how doesn't that to fully go how does that not go off of a leg or off of a the stick Foley's had four of them how they've right? gone in this series you find that's the first time maybe all of it kind of so are you square i don't even know if it's puck luck though because it's just it's an absolutely perfect shot now can you replicate it not a lot but it's not like, oh, there's the bounce where it hit the defender and changed directions. He beat him clean. Beat him it's clean. It's unreal. It's an unreal And I'll tell shot. you, being in the building, there was a very, very nervous, tense energy at the end of the second period, and the fans were, okay, let's wind this up again for the third, give them one last push here. The backland goal completely changes the yeah. environment, and the building is back, and you go from – library vibe at the end of the second to you're right back into hostile territory if you're the Dallas Stars and it is afterburner loud and every whistle people are going nuts and the chants are coming and the goalie's last name's getting yelled and the man's <laughs> panty goal it's just another level and it's it's as good as I've heard the building since 04 and as I it felt the same way at home watching it on TV it felt the same way because until the backland goal went in and again I'm negative guy the game was over. And you know what? So was the series. It's the first game with the team that scored first loss. And so were a lo- you're thinking, well, now what does this mean for some guys on the team? Is who's coming back? What, I, I'm, that's going through. I was literally thinking about who's going to give Zadarov too much money at the end of the second period. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, then going on the road, and down a, you need to win two yeah. in a row against this team that stifled you. The backland goal felt like coming back from being at least two down. Yeah, just with every goal felt like two and, in this series, and the right? tenor of that whole the building with how the Dallas Stars were playing, with how Ottinger was playing, and how the Flames because it wasn't like they were in the last game peppering, 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 almost there, getting close, getting close. They were not. It just was not the same. And when that Backlund goal went in, it was almost like a oh yeah right. It was a one goal game. Which is why I can't play or coach or do that. That's not my. Forte. You're good at talking about games in the radio. I'm really the next good at morning, judging. Though. I'm being very judgy. Yeah. And you're it, being honest. I like it. I mean, it's it's not a know-it-all. We called it. It's a like here's what we're feeling, and this is the emotional journey of a best of seven. They're not all the same, but you think about Pittsburgh, New York, and now Crosby goes down, and what was three one is and a, now a blown lead without your superstar. It, every series has got this drama. The the Edmonton Oilers thought they were coasting to a five-game series win after hanging, like, what, 14 goals in two games on mm-hmm. Jonathan Quick, chasing him from the net. They, the Capitals were a goalpost away yes. from an empty net that put them up 3-1. They lose. They were up 3, what, 3 last night? Like, they were trailed again by 3. 3-0 three in the, early in the second period. They the first lo- round is the best. You can't write this stuff. It is an absolute roller coaster. Even... 
you know, like the only series that didn't really have a ton of drama was Colorado Nashville, and there's two close games, and there's an overtime game, and Nashville actually blew a lead in Game Four. Part and part of all of it in, with that the, the whole negative, I, I felt bad for everybody at the red lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people I waiting felt, for something. To right, cheer about. they're not gonna, they're not even gonna get a goal today. Yeah, and talking to people, at the intermissions like, oh, I was at game two, and I didn't even see a goal. Yeah, <laughs> we can't do that again. That's what I, I was, all the people that are there in the building, all the people at, I mean, everywhere. This was a calendar event for Calgary sports fans. We haven't had one of these for three years. And as you said in Colorado, game one they got, and then everyone just was, like, perplexed, and it was panic, and it was over. And you're like, what? How's it over? And the last thing before we go to break, I'll say, is if you think it's over, you, uh, where, where you been? You haven't been paying attention. For the first, for the first handful yeah, of games you, This here. is Space Mountain. There's still a couple turns left on the ride for sure. Now, that's not to say they aren't going to win, but that to this point has anything been easy in this series. Even their biggest win in game four, it was, what, scoreless midway through yeah. the game or close to it? And, yeah. like, the penalty shot from Gaudreau is midway through the third, early in the third? Like, that's a lot of tension before it was finally like, oh, my God. <laughs> Like that was that was the most lopsided game in the series. What? Sagan scored with what a two man advantage basically. And with it the still goalie wasn't over. Three like, one. Yes. I I still don't feel good here. Yeah. Uh, we are live today in Mahogany. It is the three million dollar grand prize show home. The absolute. The, that's it. The drop dead deadline is midnight tomorrow night. The the bonus prize. All of that. It's done. Now it's all about uh, the rest of the prizing and the big, beautiful show home here that we sit in this morning. It's it's about, hey, get in and win the home. But it's also your last opportunity to help out with the Calgary Health Foundation. Lots of money going to a great causes. We'll talk with, uh, with Val today. We'll talk to Mike today. Corey Sarge going to join us here in, in a little bit as well. We are going to uh, speak about Tampa Bay, a team that they, they need to win. They have been very good since the start of the 2020 playoffs in bouncing back after a loss. They've been perfect at it. They'll need to remain perfect if they want to have a chance to continue to defend this cup. Or can the Leafs put it to bed tonight? So we'll talk to uh, we'll talk to our buddy coming up, the play-by-play voice on on Valley Sports, Dave Randorf, and a little yeah, what you, you want to talk, talk about. about. And we got the Pinder report, and of course Sarge and. All of that coming up on a busy show today. And I need a Pinder update. Oh, boy. Because it, it's weird. Again, I get I get updates on social media. I get updates. Oh, you get some updates last Oh, time? sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, can't, I asked uh, you what level of hungover you wanted me, and I feel like I've, I've exactly given you what you asked for, which was... What was fairly, it? fairly hungover. Yeah, you asked, so how is so it like what... Because uh, you were kind of on the fence. I'm like, no, come on. You're going out with buddies. My wife ended up going to the game, her first game of the series to get to, and she doesn't go to a ton of games. She went with my brother, who happened to have a last-minute seat or whatever, Uh and I'm, like, texting in the second period. I'm like, I know you're not drinking, and you are driving. (laughs) We've reached that threshold. The car's having a sleepover, or you're driving, because there's a pace being pushed here, and I'm in a Peloton. We're just taking turns in the lead. (laughs) Drafting, going to the front. Drafting, going to the front. Another uh, another memorable night, and it's only round one, and it's not done yet. We'll break. Coming back, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Boomer in the Morning is on right now. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, Calgary.
Blake Coleman gets an assist, Michael Backlund, the game tying goal, and a helper, and Andrew Mangiapane, the game winner for the Calgary Flames last night, who are now one victory away from round number two. They'll get a chance to nail that down tomorrow back in Dallas. It did not, it, it felt like someone was going to be in a position to clinch in a game six scenario just didn't feel like it was going to be the Flames for a good chunk of that game last night. But there you are, a 3-1 victory. Jacob Markstrom, 20 saves. The Flames, after getting 16 goals in the first 40 minutes. 16 shots, yeah. Or sorry, get 16 shots goals through two. Nice. They then fire 16 on net in the third for a three-goal third period, a come-from-behind win to take a 3-2 series lead. It's Boomer, it's Pinder, Corey Sarich is here. Join us after the top of the hour, and uh, and we'll get into it. Curious, his perspective, was he in the same boat we were? It seems like there's a lot of people that uh, were feeling the same way, but a wild night at the Dome, and selfishly, we all love a Game 7. I'm good. Watch your mouth. I'm good. Careful. <laughs> Overrated these... Uh, these game sevens. Now, who, the teams that are playing tonight, if they want to, yeah, sure, stretch like, it out a little Tampa, bit. Toronto, you go gotta, go to, you gotta go to seven there. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. We'll talk to Randolph later. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Play seven. It's fine. Yeah, somebody's heart. I want to see ripped out and still beating on the ice at center ice while the other team celebrates, but just not in this series. I am curious, but we do have to get to the Pinder report. But I am curious after our discussion yesterday, yeah. who you will be uh, rooting for at the Crypto.com Arena tonight. Crypto.com. Oh, because that could go seven. But do you? It's I. I would heavily suggest it's likely to go seven. <laughs> but then again, it looked likely to be over in five just four days ago. We've been sure of a lot of things in life, and certainly in this series here in this round of the NHL playoffs. But we'll get to it. Sarge coming up. Time now for the Pinder Report, brought to you by the Motorworks, exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes, 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. Well, there's games, and there's big games, and there's massive Take control of a series, pivotal game fives at the Scotiabank Saddle. There haven't been a lot of those lately. We had one last night, Dino. Would Daryl Setter stick with his 11-7 and seven or with matchup, last change opportunities, go back to a traditional four-line, three pairs? You would indeed uh, play Coy and warm up both Richie and Stone, but yes, it would be 11-7 and seven for the Calgary Flames confirmed you know, just at the absolute last moment, and why not? A few chances, but a pretty tight start, reminiscent of games one and two at the Dome. This was uh, not anything that looked like how game four in Dallas finished in the first period, Dean. It was sloppy, disconnected, and uninspired hockey. Can we remember stuff like this when we talk about momentum and how do you carry it over and what does it mean? Mm -hmm. There's no such thing in the playoffs there just isn't get the last two nights ago they looked like world beaters it seemed like in it it was kind of an inevitability they would wear the stars down just continuing to beat at the door until it would open last night they left those guys in dallas apparently because yeah. whoever's wearing these jerseys tonight different crew altogether all right, well, off we go to the second period. We would have our first goal of the game, but it was not the team that the 19,289 were hoping for. 
Ben will grab it, give it to Robertson, who steps in, Robertson shoots, and they score! Jason Robertson, his first career Stanley Cup playoff goal, gives the Stars a one to nothing lead in Game 5. You've been too quiet as a 40-goal guy. You knew he was going to get one at some point in the best of seven. There we talked about it yesterday. Yeah. He'd been criticized, had 41, move him around, different line. You, it's a seven-game series, potentially. You're going to have to – Pavelski did his part. You felt like it was inevitable, and there it was, of course. Off Hannafin and in after an initial save. It just felt like – Markstrom makes the save, yeah. and somehow it's in, and there's the puck luck again. At one end, it finds the defenseman and bounces in, and then – Later in the second or other moments in the second, rolling over and down the side of Ottinger and out, and Manjapani zipped one through the crease that didn't hit anything and go in. A frustrating opening 40 for Flames fans and certainly for Daryl Sutter's crew. Down one nothing through 40. Now remember, first goal scorer in the series every single game, big dub. Could the Flames change the script? It was a tense saddle moment. Apparently multiple Flames spoke after 40 minutes. Boys we got to flush those opening two periods. Let's go be the best we can be. Well, now, you were at the game, and I know you wouldn't have been drinking or intoxicated, so you'd have been very focused. But mm. apparently, Daryl Sutter was back on the bench well. Before two, three the, minutes ahead of puck drop, Well apparently. before the players yep. came out. What Let's needed go. to be said was said, and you guys figure it out. Off to the third we go. All of a sudden, uh, a reunited line from the fall. Manjapani, Backland, and Coleman, who been great but then you had to fully move some things around well they seemed excited to be back together he speeds it up the right wing side drives the net bounces it in on ottinger who kicks the puck away now Majapani centers they score michael backland jams the puck past jake ottinger and the flames tie game five at one that's just ahead of the seven minute mark wow what a big goal it was tie game was there a scent of overtime in the building, or was that just spilled beer on the floors of the 400, 300 section, Dean? I don't know. I couldn't tell. But at the 10.38 mark, we realized it was probably the beer. Here's a chance. Bajapani with Kabranson. Second goal for the line. 2-1 lead. Uh, wow, a lead change again. Oof. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, wow, wild stuff. And then a tense penalty kill at the end as Oliver Shillington was assessed a tripping penalty at 13-20. A golden opportunity for the Stars to tie things up. The Flames penalty kill has been the one thing you can set your watch to. Now 18 for 20 on the series, if I'm correct. Uh, that's a big kill. Lewis would ice it into an empty net. Flames win 3-1. <laughs> Three in the third. You can't score in the goalie. You can't get shots through. You can't connect passes. You can't stay on your feet. And then you get three in the third. There's just no way. I think Daryl's going to be coming out with two minutes. Zamboni might still be running when he's coming yeah. out for the for second and third period moving forward. Whatever happened after 40 worked. It's it. The morning after, you get romantic about and you get all wound up. But, man, it was... It was a great moment for Manjapani because he got benched and the whole thing took those huge knocks in the first period for him to finally break through and score 
in that fashion, mm-hmm. that goal, not a garbage goal, a goal scorer's goal. Yep. Goal of his NHL career, the only thing that will compete in terms of biggest goal ever. While well, he helped Canada win gold at the World Championship with some pretty big goals. Uh, Manjapani, redemption, Backlund, the longest-serving flame. He understands what this means to this city, this franchise, and how hard it is to get to round two. And Markstrom rounded out the stars. He was the third star. You think about some saves early in the game. If it got to 2 nothing, is this possible? Well, we'll never know, but it certainly felt like a one nothing deficit was a big mountain to climb. It's wild that a guy that would have the numbers that he does in this series, they've stars of eight goals, six of them with a goaltender in the net, and we haven't really spent a lot of time talking about how great Markstrom's it's been. It's been incredibly and their, steady. And, and their penalty kill, right? The, their power play hasn't been... It, it hasn't been very good, and it was not very good again last night, mm-hmm. but the penalty kill in Markstrom, a big reason why last night. All right, let's go to Daryl game. It was a tight checking game. I think Dallas really tightened their game up, and we had some guys that weren't quite ready for that. So we had to do some adjusting moving around. So uh, close games. Close games indeed. one nothing leads through all three games in Calgary. Through 40 minutes. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I mean, essentially, they played two one nothing games in games one and two, yeah, yeah. so at least we got... Holy. And going through, obviously, when you go with the 11 forwards, I think Daryl likes it. I think, it keeps, I think it's worked well. Not yeah. that he needs to be engaged, kept in the game or anything, because he's right in there. But I think he's all about feel, and by the time the third period came around, it was time to move. We saw Kachuk move off the top line. We saw, we saw everything. When you're when you're going one less one less forward and there's penalty kills and all that thrown in, you're going to see some different looks. Mm-hmm. But boy, he knew he had it when he put Coleman and Manjapani and Backlund together. Yeah, momentum might not exist, but I think that line will exist to Game Six in Dallas on Friday. I would think. Whew. Friday, Dallas, Game Six. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Game Four is tough to win in a series. I don't know if you saw Ryan Pike's. Tweet. I did. It was uh, uh, now. Do do we want to talk well, about? We'll this? save it. We'll it's, save it. There's some, um, got some legs to it. Yeah, it sure does. That there's a lot of meat on that bone. Let's get to the other action around the NHL. A pair of Game Fives elsewhere. Dean Pittsburgh, New York. It was two nothing Penguins midway through the second period, but the Rangers would not go away. Walks in, shoots, he scores. Adam Fox out in front, Lafreniere scores. We are tied at two. Truba, backhand shot, he scores. Three, two, Rangers. Okay, that's a bit of a rally. Jake Gensel would then tie it with his second of the night, and off to the third we go tied. Rotrato lost control of the puck. Now comes to Heedle, who shoots and scores. Philip Heedle gives the Rangers the lead with a power play goal. Big spot for the Rangers. MSG was jumping with that rally. Empty netter they'd add five through the final. Penguins still lead going back to Pittsburgh 3-2, but hang on. Crosby hurt left in the second period. You would have seen more looks of this than I did. Runs into Truba. Truba's trying to hit him. It looks like Sid kind of moves a little bit, but he catches him. And there was he had taken a couple of knocks, but it was the Truba hit where you could see he got up and went to the bench and he just wasn't right. Mike Sullivan said after, he didn't say a whole lot, but he's basically let on, didn't like the hit. I don't know that there's much there as far as disciplinary action to and, come. And, but and bigger than that, is he available game six and that's, seven? And that's the, biggest, that's the biggest thing for sure. 
you forget that he's got that history. Now, it's a long, long time ago. I don't know how the brain works, but there was a time, honestly, there was a time when you wondered, are we going to see this incredible career cut short because yeah. of because of concussions? You wondered if it was a sort of Lindros-type situation yeah. for a while there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that sends, uh, as we said, Game 6 back to Pittsburgh. They lead 3-2. All eyes on Sid in the coming days. If he can get into that lineup, practice, skate, all that. Washington and Florida, tough start for the Panthers. We talked about it. They pulled it out of the fire in Game 4 in Washington. Could you use that to get right? Or was Washington again going to stymie this Panthers offense? Well, early on, it was all capitals. 3 nothing early in the second period. Justin Schultz with one, a pair from TJ Oshie. But then, finally, the Panthers came out of hibernation. Barkoff, long shot wide, off the inboards, and they score! And it's Carter Verhage getting the Panthers on the board! And the Panthers have a chance back in the way, Verhage. Verhage floats it onto an open Hornquist on a break. Hornquist in, shot, he scores! Top shelf, Patrick Hornquist! Bounces one in front, jammed it, Verhage stopped, and they score! They scored! We're all tied up at three! Sam Reinhardt was digging away down there, Verhage as well! The Panthers have tied it up! Markov, top of the circle, in front for Hagee, a shot, he scores! Connor Verhage has given the Panthers the lead! It's 4-3 on a perfect setup from Barkov. Verhage stays red hot. Four points tonight for Connor Verhage. Now a three-on-one developing in a hurry. Verhage, the puck carrier near side across. Giroux in front, makes a move, and he scores! Call Giroux! <laughs> Carter Verhage, you're okay, huh? Two goals in that game four rally to help them get back in this series. Including the overtime winner. And then in on all five unanswered last night. Wow. Uh, just 20,023 losing Ooh. it. Sunrise. At that barn and sunrise It's a last big night. rink. We talk about where it is and where it's not. It's huge you feel that that's a monster crowd it's kind of like ottawa i think ottawa is even bigger but you've got this in the middle of nowhere this cavernous monster arena that yeah i guess when you're in the playoffs and it's full is un hard hard to beat but there'd be a lot of nights remember last time they won a series was 96 there's been a lot of dry times there yeah that's the sixth time ryan this they've come back from at least three or more down the sixth time this season that they've come back to win so they and somehow went away from moving on. And they you want to talk about wild swings and emotion. They have not looked great for a lot of the series. They're a win away from moving on. It's a lot of the President's Trophy winners don't fare well. We know this. And you wonder just how thin that margin is. A goalpost and out instead of goalpost and in on that from empty netter. Yeah. I don't I I think it's over. I don't see how Washington is I don't disagree with I that. I think this is a Florida's going to cruise here, maybe for a little bit, depending on who they play in round two if they get through. But first, back to D.C. for game six, where it still has not been easy for Florida at all. Okay, tonight, four-game slate, all elimination games. Saddle up, boys. Yeah. Get a couple frosty brews in the fridge before you nap today, Dino, and treat yourself to Yeah, whatever, whatever it is that turns your crank. If it's some, uh, some gummies or chocolates or beers or whatever you need, get you, them ready. You do you. Because yeah. there's going to be some drama tonight. You want to go have a stogie on the back deck before? This is, this is a treat tonight. We'll start uh, Carolina-Boston. Top bar down. That's how it is. Right. I mean... 
in as many words. Yeah. I, I mean, that is how they roll. That one's going to be in Boston. Home team's 5-0. and Do we see 6-0 and for the Homer series? Somehow McAvoy came back after yeah. the COVID thing. There's some now Hampus Lindholm has been skating. Hampus? It's elimination. If he's close, you would think he'll get in as well. That's their two top D, obviously. Canes do lead the series, as we noted. This is Sportsnet 360 at 5 o'clock. At 5.30 on Sportsnet West and CBC, it's Toronto-Tampa. Hey, Joe Bowen, is this a big game? Yes! 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 Hmm. So. Well, he'd know. He's done a long time. And emphatic about it. Yeah. It didn't sound like he was on the fence about it. Leafs lead that series 3-2. to two. Can they chase the ghosts of playoff pass, or are we into another game 7 with this core? 7. Oh, it's so Come good. on, it's 7 for sure. Uh, Minnesota-St. Louis in St. Glo- Louis, which means one thing. Glory, glory, Gloria! Gloria! I think I got your number! Gloria! 7.50, Sports Death 360. I think St. Louis might have Minnesota's number. I think it's over. <sighs> Bennington's in. He's looked good. I will never bet against Kirill Kaprizov. I think we get seven here. It's been a treat. I hope, I hope you're right. I got yeah. no no reason to not want seven. I got no, no love there. But let's. I think that it might be all blues here. And finally, some drama in Los Angeles tonight. Darnell Nurse suspended a game for his headbutt. The more we watch that replay, I say, like, ooh, this has to be something. Like, that's more than a fine. There's a little bit of, there's certainly some intent behind it. And oh, there's, yeah. Oddly enough, uh, no one seemed to catch it when it happened. It was shifts later that we yeah. saw the replays. And, indeed, he's out for tonight's Game 6 in Los Angeles. Why are you so pissy, Leon? Hmm? Why are you so mm-hmm. pissy? I'm not. Hmm? That one is uh, the Sportsnet West CBC 820 start. Oh, dude. How much sleep do you need? I mean, it was. It might be high as a kite by then. We'll see. Uh, NHL News Calder finalists announced. Dean, you're right. I hate it when you're right, but you were right. One Detroit Red Wing did get nominated. Zegris Bunting and Mo Saida. Although it did, if if you want to go back, it seemed like the the given was it was going to be Lucas Raymond. He kind of tapered off as the season went on. Well, yeah, I mean, the goals and points are still there. I think it's very oh, yeah. similar to what Bunting had for getting in, but Mo Sider, what a season. as the season went along, this guy is a man-shot. And I didn't realize the physicality that was there, but, like, he's an imposing figure there. At his age, to be just tossing corpses yeah. around. Yeah, get, if you're a Wings fan, get your Mo Sider jersey because yeah. he'll wear it for 20 years. Seriously, yeah. Uh, Major League Baseball, let's quickly go to New York, where the Jays closed the two-gamer against the Yankees in the Bronx. It was it was a banger. It was a bit of a banger. Matinee. Uh, Barrios against Tyone. Little offense from the Jays early on. The pitch to Hernandez. Bounce on the ground towards third. Backhanded by LeMahieu. He'll go to second and only get one. And the Blue Jays will get one. Springer scores, and it's one nothing Toronto. That's some good starts of late. They just haven't been able to hold them. And similar story. Let's go bottom four. 0-2. Torres hits it in the air out to deep right field. Hernandez back at the wall. He leaps, and it's gone. Yeah, another short home run. That was uh, 40 feet shorter than a sack fly Chapman hit just an inning later. Hey, same dimensions for both teams. It is what it same is. ballpark, right? Just frustrating. Yeah, they don't switch the walls when the top and bottom half of the inning. 
Torres would come in with an RBI single again later in the contest at the bottom six. Five through your final. Jay swept. Glaber Day. Yeah, it Glaber Day. Shut the... Uh, off day today is what it is. That's the holiday. Glaber Day holiday. Yeah. For the Blue Jays. Three-game set at that dump the trop on the weekend. Sounds like Kenjin Ryu will try to convince us he's a major league pitcher on Saturday. Kevin Gosman will open the series tomorrow. He's been injured. He's Has got he? some... Yeah, I believe it's called left arm crappiness that he's been suffering from. Crappinitis, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to get over once you got it. NBA, last night, Milwaukee-Boston was tight. 110-107. Bucks take a 3-2 series lead. Popo is 6 for 9 at the foul line. Missed it. Ball's up. Portis got it. Portis puts it up. And it goes. And Milwaukee is in front. Boston takes their last timeout. An offensive rebound. And Bobby Portis gives the Bucks the lead with 11.4 remaining. Bobby. It's the boldest of the strategies, Dean. You miss your second free throw, get the offensive rebound, then hit a three. They don't see it coming. Don't try it at home. No. It's not easy to pull off. They win by three. That has the Bucks in the driver's seat heading back to Milwaukee for game six. Golden State, Memphis. This was a blowout, 134-95. The Grizz win without Ja. That's a 3-2 Warriors lead still, and they're going to head back to the Bay Area for a chance for Steph and Co. to sew things up. Tonight, Miami at Philly. Heat lead that series 3-2. Phoenix at Dallas. Suns lead that series 3-2. And Canadian Championship action last night. The MLS's Vancouver Whitecaps did indeed take care of uh, their P's and Q's against Valor, who play out of Winnipeg. And now that means Cavalry will face the MLS side. The Whitecaps on Tuesday, May 24. We'll see where that game is played. Would love to see it at Echo Field of Spruce Meadows. Give the foot soldiers a chance to hoot and holler against an MLS side. We'll keep our eyes on that one. That's your pin report. Pinned Report is brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They will meet and beat all competitor quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. Don't feel bad, Ryan Pinder. I'm sure there are other people who are waking up uh, very hungover and uh, feeling not quite right just, today. Yeah, it's less the hungover. It's more just the not really feeling great. 5,000 people in the red lot? Is that when the number? When was this the thing? Because I saw post-game, like a little drone cam or something on a boom sort of going over yeah. the crowd. I'm like, what? When did this blossom into, yeah, like, it's... you know, a minor league ballpark yeah, out there? Yeah, it's a thing. Whew. And watching the highlights of that last night when the backland goal and just that was a fun third oh yeah so you're not the only one uh dragon a little rough around the edges you're not the only one we'll see how sarge is feeling i think he'll be better than me he's responsible well, we know he's, uh, he's he's an adult he's grown up he's mature and uh none of those things describe me well we'll see how he's feeling about things his take on a uh what seemed like improbable win for the flames last night they do it by a score of three to one and are a win away from round two. Sportsnet 960, the fan.